Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into my new podcast, Xena Life is a Dominatrix. This is episode seven. Episode seven will be broadcasted tomorrow, March 8th, 2022. Today's the 7th, this lovely Monday, 70 degrees here in New York City, and I cannot complain. I'm loving this weather. I'm ready for spring already. <laughs> so today's topic, today's topic, what makes a good dom dominant? dominatrix. Um, I've had so many questions throughout the years. How do I become a dom? Where do I start? Where do I begin? It does not happen overnight. It didn't happen for me overnight. Um, when I was really interested in becoming a dominant, I learned. I learned from mentors. I attended dungeon parties. I educated myself by uh, reading different uh, BDSM material, even watched uh, movies on it. And um, and a year later, I decided to really take this seriously. I was, sure, I was young. I was 19. I was young, but I knew what I wanted. I wanted to be a dominatrix. But um, enough about me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what makes a good dominant. There are many traits, many characteristics uh, that makes a good dominant. It's not just the wardrobe. Um, basically, it's having total power, total control, influence over one uh, over another. Um, Dom basically takes on that responsibility of guiding, disciplining, leading, protecting, uh, your play partner, your sub, your slave. Um, the play partner looks up to you. They trust you. They give up their control to you. Um, sure, the submissive might be alpha, uh, bossy, uh, a boss, um, total in total control at work, but when they step inside your lair, all that control just lets go. Their power is gone. They leave it in your hands, and they trust you. They look up to you, and you are there to guide them. You are there to show them the way. So, um, being a dom, I mean, it may seem easy, but it requires a lot of balance. It requires intelligence, self-awareness, compassion, uh, caring, uh, communication, responsibility, and, of course, respect. Uh, you don't treat people like dirt. You don't disrespect them. You don't kick them to the curb like shit. Sure, there are people that are into humiliation. I get that. But to um, disrespect them in private or in public is, is just so wrong, in my opinion. Um, but I'll go step by step. Um, trust. Trust is number one. Uh, the motto that I give to everybody, safe, sane, and consensual. So the submissive is in a safe environment with you. You are sane. You are not on drugs, alcohol. I I mean, personally, I'm just, um, uh, just a straight-laced, not 
like, sure, I'm, sure, sure, pot should be legal and all that, but, like, you you want to have that right mindset. You want to know what you're doing because when you're um, intoxicated, um, it just, you don't want to look to substances, basically. That's what I'm just trying to say. Safe, sane, consensual, consensual communication. Know what uh, uh, the submissive wants. You don't... Um, like if they give a code word, mercy, mistress, mercy, that indicates stop, and you don't stop, then that really crosses a boundary. You want to, you know, respect their boundaries. Make sure that scene, the play session, is consensual. The, su the sub, they trust you. They picked you for a reason. Um... And, of course, you two have common interests. So, um, yeah, safe, sane, and consensual is super important. Trust is super important. Um, yeah, so trust. You don't share their information online without permission. You don't contact their spouse, nothing like that, or their employment. That's just so wrong. Uh, bottom line, so fucking wrong. So they trust you for a reason. Um, number two, communication. Um, be open to praises. Be open to criticism. Uh, communication is key, though, for sure. Um, even if your slave, submissive, whomever you're playing with is gagged, you want to make sure that they're okay um, you want to give them an indicator, um, like a code sign to stop. You want to tell them, hey, indicate this sign for me to stop whipping you, stop spanking you, stop with the whatever you're doing. <laughs> so communication. Uh, when there's miscommunication, um, that could be pretty awkward. Um, but also... Be open to criticism, like after the session, if they have something to say, yeah, it wasn't, the spanking wasn't hard enough, or <laughs> the spanking was too hard, or if the slave specifically asked you, please don't mark me, and you mark them, that's, you know, that's that's not good. You You have to, you know listen to the, their boundaries, and they listen to your boundaries as well. It's a two-way streak. Uh, number three, respect. Um, you don't talk shit about them. You don't talk shit behind their back. Um, you don't treat them like shit. You don't demand respect. Respect is a two-way street. If you want to get it, you got to give it. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Respect is earned not given. Um, yeah. And that goes for any sub or slave. Respect, respect, respect. You gotta respect. Um, uh, but yeah, that's very important. Respect. Um, good self-esteem. A love who you've become. Be positive. Be confident. Know what you want. Uh, Self-discipline, have the ability to listen to others, listen to yourself, 
have that ability to accomplish certain goals in a relationship or with yourself. Uh, Self-control, setting your own boundaries, your own limits, and of course, respecting limits as well. Uh, Motivated too, you know, Um, good self-esteem. There's, um, yeah, good self-esteem is very important too, you know, because when you have a good self-esteem, people... People can see that. People can sense that. But it's not about what they think. It's about how you feel. It's all about you. Good self-esteem is super important. So, yeah, be motivated. Be motivated to play. Be motivated to have a great time with your partner, with your submissive. Um, Yeah. Another trait, uh, kindness. You don't always have to be cruel or mean (laughs) or, um, I mean, sure, there are some slaves that are like, oh, I'm looking for a mean mistress to discipline me. Um, But yeah, you could, you know, if you want to play that role, you play that role. Um, that's, That's all up to you. And if you're just not a mean person, then, you know, they have to respect that too, you know. But um, kindness, though, um, kindness, that the uh, aftercare, uh, aftercare, that means discussing the scene after, afterwards, uh, cuddle with the partner or the submissive, uh, clean up together. That's a great way to um, wind down and help the two of you uh, process the session, like, wow, what just happened? Or or maybe they might be in subspace after all that spanking and bondage and sensory overload, sensory deprivation. It, it could be a little overwhelming to, to, um, to the submissive. So, yes, having a sit-down after the session and talking about, like, wow, we accomplished this. Let what let let's do this next time. Let's do that next time. Or, um, yeah, you don't always want to be a mean mean towards the person. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, having a sense of calm, uh, checking on your partner's physical wellness, their emotional well-being. Uh, after a session, some people may laugh. Some people may be quiet. Some people may be talkative. And then some people may just cry, become uh, emotional, because that might uh, bring out some tears, tears of joy, or um, just they might just be an emotional person in general. So Sitting down and uh, cradling them and, you know, making sure they're okay. Not just kicking them out right away. You want to make sure they're okay, basically. Um, Yeah, I hope that makes sense. Um, Having an understanding, understanding their boundaries. um, And, of course, the submissive should understand your boundaries as well. Uh, getting to know uh, if they have any type of health conditions, um, if they have diabetes, if they have problems with circulation or their heart, um, uh, giving them a safe word, of course. Uh, There are some people that don't want a safe word, like um, 
spank me, do whatever you want, mistress, that type of thing. But I'm just like, personally, I'm like, well, a safe word is required because that indicates to me, okay, slow down. Like, like even like the color yellow, 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 like a traffic light, yellow means slow down <laughs> or, or stop before the light. So stopping what you're doing or red, like, uh, red means stop. So if the person says red, stop, stop what you're doing. So understanding, communicating, um, but like I said earlier, miscommunication can be quite awkward. Um, yeah. Um, sharing kinks. Um, sharing kinks. So if your um, partner is into like being tied up and you enjoy using that rope, uh, go for it. <laughs> Because there's so many, so many like rope bondage techniques to learn. Shibari, um, placing rope on the person's body except the neck. Don't you dare. <laughs> rope does not belong on the neck. So, um, yeah. Or also, if the person you're playing with, they're into, um, let's say... Um, let's, let me give another example besides, <laughs> besides rope bondage. Um, like if they're into nurse patient, um, and you love being a naughty nurse, you love to role play and they love being examined. That's another common interest. So, um, you play the naughty nurse and they're your naughty patient. So it's a win-win. So yeah, sharing kinks, being open to trying new kinks also. Like if you've never tried, let's say, food on your feet. <laughs> That's another one, food plays. So, um, and having your submissive clean your feet. <laughs> so, um, teaching them how to clean your feet properly with, you know, however you want to teach them. So, um, sharing, yeah, sharing different kinks or same kinks. It's, it's great to have, um, something in common with, with your play partner, with your slave, uh, creative, be creative. Uh, doms are, you know, they're, you know, inspiring, creative people, fun, playful, um, creative. I mean, it's, it's great to be creative with, with, um, bondage, with kink, with role playing, even with, um, dressing up and feeling sexy and getting into that scene and, um, doing your thing and just having the slave just let go and, you know, they trust you. <laughs> the power's in your hands. Be creative. Having a sense of humor. Don't always have to be serious. Don't always have to be mean or sadistic. Um, like I said, um, some people enjoy a dominant that's sadistic, meaning like uh, inflicting the pain and they love receiving that pain, whether it's the the end of your single tail whip 
or a kick in the nuts. <laughs> so, but laughing too, you know, laughing with like if the um if the slave makes a funny sound, you laugh, you know, and you both laugh having that sense of humor. Um uh also like when some scenes are just so quiet, I just love to laugh. I that's just me personally. Uh every every dominant's different. Um, but having a sense of humor, that's okay, you know, cracking a joke here and there. Um, uh, intelligence, so, um, you, you two learn together, uh, learn with your sub, be open to experimenting different fetishes, be calm, be in, in control, keep on educating yourself, or also have a mentor to guide you through the way. Or a mentor to guide you and your submissive uh, as well. Um, read uh, educational BDSM material. Um, also, there's movies as well. Uh, the movies, sure, it's a movie. It's not real, but like getting ideas also, you know. It, it doesn't hurt to... to um, to have a role model as well. Um, but having a mentor, you might wonder, where do I find a mentor? Well, there's different online resources where there's different dominants where they they will mention on their website, hey, I'm available for mentoring as well. So you have to do the legwork and do your research on... Um, like who mentors you don't just look at a woman's photo and call her right away you want to make sure um you know she offers what you're seeking but yeah having intelligence knowing what you're doing setting your boundaries uh respecting the submissive um don't be careless as well also checking in, checking in with uh, the submissive's mental and physical state, um, super important. Um, uh, basically, like they might uh, write you like later that day, like I had the most incredible exper experience, or or my bottom still hurts. What do I do? You you give them advice, basically. Um, or, you know, check in, hey, are you okay? Was that too intense for you? We could tone it down next time, things like that. So um, there's really, uh, overall, I mean, there's no real definition of what makes a good or bad uh, dom or sub. You just, um, you go with the flow, you have fun, you... Um, you, you, you know, you, you trust what you're doing. You trust who you're playing with. They trust you. You communicate, you respect, have, you know, good self-esteem, kind, understanding, share kinks, be creative, have a sense of humor. Um, intelligence is important too. And, uh, check in with uh, who who you're playing with. So I know that all might sounded a little um, this talk uh, 
might sound like a little, um, I try not to make it sound so jibber jabber, <laughs> but I'm just telling it like it is. And there's just, um, you know, be creative, be yourself, have fun. And, uh, you know, you don't always have to dress in leather or latex. You could wear <laughs> t-shirt and jeans and be dominant or lingerie and be dominant or a power suit and be dominant. Um, it's all inside. It's all your mindset. It's, um, yeah. So I, I, I hope that all helped with my advice. It's just all my advice. And if you have any questions about this um, specific episode, you're more than welcome to send me an email and I hope to hear from you and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a great day.